how's everybody this evening? I am Isabel Trussell and this is my podcast. I hope everybody's doing good this evening. So please stay tuned and let's have a cup of coffee and let's have a talk here in this podcast this evening. So tonight, uh, I guess I'm going to talk to you about something that I was uh, literally talking to one of my favorite person, uh, which is my my best friend, my girlfriend, and uh, she was telling me, hey, you know what, you should uh, say a little bit about your uh, your collection. You know, I, I wish this is a, a visual podcast, but sadly it's not, but I do have a collection of items um, behind my background uh, when I do my uh, YouTubing, but I haven't done any YouTubing in my studio so far because I just built my studio, as you guys know. Also, I like the fact that, you know, this studio is just for podcasting and it's my, you know, my sanctuary. I like to keep my, you know, my belongings where people won't touch it or will do any harm to it. And there are things that, like I said, are given to me since I was a young uh, girl and I still have them uh, next to me. And they're always here next to my office. I know it sounds kind of quirky having things that you know go back in your childhood and have them for decoration but since I never use them they're still you know in mint shape the only thing I do I did use was one of my um, my favorite uh, little um, fleshy toy and it was a tiger which my mom gave me that when I was nine years old but uh, at that time I I had a real, real sad childhood, so he was the one that I hold the most, and he was my best friend that was always with me every night, and he was called Triguito, and he's one of my favorite toys, and everywhere I go, he goes with me. Um, when I move from my home, I literally package him, and he was the first thing I take with me everywhere I move first. He's always been the first person that moves with everything uh, first. I have a tendency to carry him first before anything else. Even my clothes, I carry him first before anything. Because he's always been, for some odd reason, he's always been my little guy, guidance and my little person that I loved when I was a little girl. And until today, I still carry him around everywhere I go. It's a small, fleshy tiger that is always with me. It's not small, it's just a medium size, like a little plushie that I have, and I just love him so much, and I can't be without him, and that's one of the things that I love about things that were given to me. When people give me things, I have a tendency of just putting them on the side and collect it, make it a collectible, because I don't like to, you know, to use it or anything, like I have, you know, some toys that were given to me by my older son and I think one of them is a pie pie uh, and the other one is Kufu Panda the other one is the, um, I forget the name of that little pie pie, pie baby um, I forget his name um, I don't know if, if any of you know the little baby that Popeye and uh, Olive have I forget his name I have him too so um and it's so so many characters that I uh, that he has given me that I, you know, through the years I've watched cartoons that I loved and you know I collect them. And he saw them and he said, "Oh, this is my my mom's favorite, you know, cartoon, so I'm gonna 
get her Popeye and you know she, he couldn't find Olive but he did give me Popeye and, and, and again that was my favorite char- cartoon character back in the 80s you know no he's older than that but still he was one of the cartoons I loved to watch Popeye and um, again I love story Toy Story and I have you know some of their uh, some of their pop characters I have them here too you know behind me and they're they're very beautiful things that I collect too and you know there's you know a lot of people collect different things uh, coins uh, silverware crystal and stuff like that I'm I mean I'm just the kind of person that I collect whatever you want to give me I'm all for it you know I, I love it, I cherish it, and I keep it where people can see that they are, you know, thankful for what they gave me. So I have it on the side, and I collect it, and I put it where people can see it, and I display it. And they see that I, I have good intentions to whatever people give me, and I like that. I really do. I'm one of those people that appreciate what you give me, and, you know, I never, like, discard it or throw it away. No, I don't. I, I don't do that. I'm the kind of person that I collect, and I keep with me all the time and uh, that's one of the things I do on the other hand um, sorry if I get uh, off distracted about you know a conversation this evening that I had with my uh, favorite person which is my sweet girlfriend she's so sweet I, I, I have to say she's she always make, makes me feel good when it comes to you know things that I feel sad about or bad about she's always she's always there for me and there's things that sometimes we we get and we dislike, you know, sometimes she kind of dislikes the way I, you know, say or do things because, you know, she, she says, hey, you know what, it's, it shouldn't be this way and it shouldn't be like that. So I kind of go, okay, okay. So I kind of tone it down when it comes to like how strict I am about, you know, me and my kids. And I mean, I might not be that strict, but I'm very lovable. She says, why are you so lovable? You need to be a little bit more strict. Tell them who's the boss. And then I go, well, I mean, why should I? I, I love them so much. I, I love to cuddle them. She says, no, you need to be firm and strict. And I go, how can I? If I didn't, you know, if I didn't have that opportunity, you know, when I was young, because I, my parents were always away from me, so I figure, you know, whatever I didn't have, I want to give it to them, so... I give them plenty of love. I'm not. I'm not strict. I mean, yes, I am, but not to the point that I'm like. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ground them. But sometimes maybe I do because there's times that I like get mad at them and I always like tell them, you know, you did wrong, and you know the consequences of it. And you know they they get it, but then all forget. They, for, they forget. They forget. They have, you know, their consequences and things that they they should have done. And they do it, regardless, you know, and uh, they they forget that they have, you know, mom here, and they, they say, oh, it's okay, my mom's going to be okay with it, because she's going to forget about it, but no, I don't forget about it, I'm just not going to be, you know, nagging about it all the time, I, I tell them once, if they, don't, if they didn't hear me once, okay, deal with the facts and the consequences for later on, and that's what I tell her, I said, you know, I'm not going to be arguing with them forever. You know, I mean, I tell them once, they don't listen to me, well, that's their problem, not mine. You know, because I already taught them, and they didn't want to listen, well, let them figure it out. And again, I mean, when, I guess to me, 
you don't have to be, you know, constantly be telling your kids over and over and over again the things because at the end they're gonna come, they're gonna come to you and they're gonna say, well, look, okay, I messed up, I'm sorry, and sometimes they do, sometimes they they don't want to say it, but they they literally say, yeah, you know, I did wrong, you know, with the things I did, and they admit, but slowly and gradually they do admit it, you know, I know. Deep inside, I know that um, some of us are like that, stubborn, hard-headed, and we don't want to admit the truth that we're, you know, our parents were right, and and um, we were wrong. I guess some of us are that way, and some of us are like, you know, we had the perfect parents that we can go out and, you know, have fun with, and they were okay with us, and they were fine with us, but and there's those kind of parents that never spend the time any time with us but they're absolutely the best parents they ever had because they never gave us time to be there for us but you see those are the parents that sometimes they think okay um, why didn't I not have a parent I mean I get it that they had to work but could they give us a couple of minutes of the time to be with us you know so they can see what we're doing because sometimes we don't even see what our kids are doing you know like uh, why did they get why do those kids get involved so easily in drugs, alcohol, and things that they shouldn't do? Why? Because their parents never gave them the time. Their parents never looked at them, see what they were doing. And you see, that's one of the things that sometimes, are, you know, there's kids that get angry at their parents all the time because they're always, you know, after them, after them, after them, after them because of the things that they do. And because those are the parents that are constantly, you know, watching over the kids. And the kids hate that. But you see, that's the good thing about it. That they might hate it, but at the end, they turn out to be great kids. Because their parents are constantly nagging at them. And they're constantly telling them, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. That's not good for you. Listen to me. I know what I'm telling you. Been there. Done that. And that's because they know. And if they tell you that, it's because they've been there, done that, like they say, listen to it. And that way they can pretty much, you know, tell you, hey, you know, it's not good to do this. Hey, it's not good to do that. It's it's nice to listen, but it's, again, it's up to our kids if they want to listen or not. You know, but the, it's something that sometimes I try to avoid to have, you know, a conflict with my kids, but I'm constantly making sure that they're okay. And I want to always, like I always tell them, hey, you know, I don't tell you this because I want to get, you know, you know, to your, you know, dislike, for you to dislike me or get mad at me for, you know, for every time I'm nagging or griping at you for everything. No, it's because I've been there, done that, you know. I mean, no, I don't drink. No, I don't smoke. I never did alcohol or drugs. But I know what it's like. I had friends and today I don't I still don't see half of my friends because I don't know what happened to them what was their life after you know high school junior high what happened to them what became of them I know for a fact I I know a few were drug addicts and I don't know what became of them but I never I never came never came to my mind to do absolutely nothing of that matter of fact I got married young and I have uh, five amazing kids and I love each each one of them even though they gripe at me because I'm there's they tell me to grow up but I go why would I want to grow up if I'm a happy person the way I am 
yeah, I got five kids, but out of those five kids, I have a great time with all of them. I have something in common, which sometimes I, my youngest, I have fun with him. We all, we go out and do crazy stuff. And then I have my second uh, youngest and he's, he's uh, full of energy and he's a runner. And then I have my daughter, which she's a diva, but she's grown up and she's moved on. And my other two older ones are grown up and moved on too, which I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed that they've grown up and moved on and I have two left here. But I know um, one one is fixing to fly off the nest and just get, just have one remaining. But regardless of how we love and how we talk to them it's not because we our intentions are bad it's because as we we as parents we say it because we love them you know some of us have had a harsh time when we were young and and we never had the love and support that uh, some others did you know and i know that the ones that you know had a, a bad and harsh time are the ones that are more uh, aware of all their kids doing and the ones that had it easy they really don't care what their kids do and I, I noticed that and pardon me if there's any parents that that uh, that don't care because they had it easy no they didn't but it's because that's the way their parents raised them they they raised them with no uh, fear of you know like worrying about everything because they got everything and some of us didn't we were uh mid-class, low-class uh, people and we we hardly survive and there were things that we could uh, afford and we could give, you know, in return to our kids or there's things that we couldn't give them, you know, there's things that, uh, you know, some of the parents went out there and worked really, really hard that never rarely had time to pay attention to our kids because we were from work, from work, from another work from another work to another work they had three jobs to support the family and they were never there for them and the ones that had it easy was the ones that pretty much had a, an office sit-down job where they worked nine to five and that's it that's it but the ones that worked from one job to another to another those are the ones that had a hard time those are the ones that, yeah, those are the ones that uh, come home and regardless of what they do, they were the ones that did pay attention to the kids, even if they say they don't, but they do, because they're constantly like, where are you, what are you doing, I know I'm aware that I'm at work or doing what I have to do, but they're aware, and the ones that uh, just don't care is the ones that, yeah, they're the ones that are like out there shopping, having a great time, and you know, have a luxurious, li- luxurious life. They really don't see what their kids are up to. They don't. Because I've seen them. And I really, I mean, I don't want to criticize them all, but there's some parents that really just don't give a crap about their kids. And I don't understand. What kind of parent is that? I mean, you're, you are a parent. You have an obligation to your kids. You have to be there for them. You know, to guide them to a better life. To be successful and someone better than what they are, you know, so, I mean, I'm a, that is my perspective, I mean, as a parent, I always want the best for my kids, and I always wanted them to be, you know, good, hardworking, young adults, 
and I wanted to succeed in life and I wanted them to have something good for them to be proud of you know say hey well you know what I know my mom gave me a headache about being who I who I was and all but overall look at me here I am I am this person because she constantly nagged at me and bothered the heck out of me and thanks to her I'm here you know because all those nights all those days and all that time she was right there right there right there right there bugging me but she did it for a reason so I can be a better person and that is pretty much what I have for this evening's podcast just remember we're parents and we've been there just like our parents so just remind ourselves we are all parents and children before so I'm not nagging about my kids I'm not nagging about the parents that don't give a crap about their kids I'm just pretty much telling you we need to love our children and show them that we're there and we support them and we have to guide them to the right uh, life you know to be there for them to pick them up when they need us to pick them up don't even try not to avoid not being with them matter of fact try to be with them even if they get on the nerves that's okay because that's what we're supposed to be dealing with with them because if we don't deal with them they're never going to appreciate what we do for them so in this podcast i'll leave you with that message deal with your kids love your kids be a parent and remember we were once kids ourselves so with this evening i'll leave you that message be a parent and then yet remember we were kids too good night